Hello, everyone. My name is Jet Tattersall, and welcome again to the Women in Pop podcast. Before we get on to our wonderful guest today, I do want to remind you that issue 10 of Women in Pop magazine is out right now. Our cover star this issue is Rihanna. And across 10 pages, we look back at her career and analyze her contribution to feminism and the world of pop music. We also have some interviews with Zara Larson, Shirley Manson, Lady Hawk, and to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Carole King's iconic Tapestry album. You can buy your copy now at womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe or in a news agency near you. On to our guest today. She has had something of an incredible 2021. After randomly uploading a rough idea of a song she was writing to TikTok, her career just exploded in all directions. That song was called I'm Not Pretty and hit 1 million streams in just 48 hours and brought her fans in the millions. She has since landed a major label record deal and last month released her new single, I Should Quit. Now she is seriously gifted and is shaping up to become one of the biggest new talents in the music this year. It is of course the wonderful Jessia. Jessia, hello and welcome to Women in Pop. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Man, it's an absolute treat. And can I just dive straight in? I want to play I Should Quit, so I'm just gonna do that now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Stomp of a song, because I can be a rebel and your lady. Now kiss my hand and tell me I'm a bitch. Oh my god, your lyrics are so good. I was laughing while dancing to this one and kind of like pumping my fist. Um, yes, it's so incredibly joyous in its bitter relatability. How did this song come about? Yes. Oh my goodness. It definitely has, it definitely has a little bit of bitterness to it for sure. Um, thank you for pointing that out. That's my favorite lyric. I actually, I'm about to sing this song live on Friday for the first time to like a live audience. And I cannot wait to sing that lyric live. Like I'm telling you. Um, anyways, for, for the story of like behind I should quit. Um, it's actually not really written about me. It's written about my best friend and she bless her was just seeing this trash human being. And I kept on being like, no, like you need to leave him. It's not good. She's like, yeah, but like, I know I'm not happy, but like, I'll just keep him around for just a little bit longer. And then I found myself in a very similar situation as well. And she was like, you need to leave him now. And like, we both were just telling each other good advice and we both weren't taking it. And so I just kind of ran with that of being like, man, there's so many things that we should do with our lives, but we just decide to take a completely different route just to, just to see, just to see another side of the story. And yeah, just to live a little recklessly. <laughs> and is there something in that? Of course, um, there's the humor element. And I love that about your writing because you go, this is something shit. But let's face it, if it's not funny, it's just wildly depressing. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got to spin it. You got to laugh at yourself a little bit. I think that, that, um, people take themselves too seriously sometimes and everything needs to be like very structured. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, if you want to have friends with benefits, go for it. If you want to, I don't know, do random things that aren't good for you and you know that they aren't good for you. I mean, it's your life. Live it. <laughs> and I mean, of course you've been an, I mean, you've been, you've been an artist, you've been singing, you've been creating forever um, on various stages, but you've just knocked this out of the park, like lyrically and melodically. Can you tell me what hit you first when you were first inspired to write this? Was it really the sentiment and the lyrics pulled together or did you just get that beat in mind to go, hold on a second, this is going to be a big song. This is going to be a fun song. I didn't know. I mean, like, I never know with my songs that, like, I don't know, any artist, like, even with I'm Not Pretty, when I posted that, I was like, I don't know if this is good or not. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Like, I wrote I Should Quit, like, two days after I wrote I'm Not Pretty. So that was a very, very crazy week. Um, and yeah, I, it, I wrote it in, like, a matter of, like, 20 minutes. It just, like, poured out of me and I was like okay here's a song and I I sent it to Elijah and he was we were already just like working on like the whole I'm not pretty train and then I was like what about this as well and he was like okay cool so we started working on that and um yeah then that was one of the first songs that I I showed Ryan Tedder and um yeah the bridge hadn't been written at that time and I had written like a little something something and he was like nah you can do better than that and I was like okay and he's like I want you to go like falls deep Jess and I was like let's just say it <laughs> so um the bridge was it's probably and it's another part of the song that I'm like I can't wait I can't wait to just perform it live and like see people's reaction when like a little white girl's being like I made it balls deep you know what I mean like I'm I'm super stoked <laughs> well it, they just sound better than ovaries it doesn't work so well in a song I'm in ovaries deep. I'm, you know, that's a challenge. Ovaries deep. Oh man, that is another level. <laughs> it's it's a challenge, but it stops the song. And people go, oh, well, it's Ooh, they are yeah. internal. <laughs> um, and I'm knocking it out in 20 minutes. No wonder you're signed. Like you're now going to be like harassed and harangued and writing songs for everyone if you can churn these out in 20 minutes. My hey, God. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Anybody who wants to collab, I'm here. Now, um, you touched on your collaborations with Elijah and I'm Not Pretty, and we introduced that, but just because it's such a wonderful story, I'd love to hear it in your own words. How did you get from just the beginning of this year in your car to now? Yeah, it's been a ride for sure. Um, no pun intended that I was in the car. Um, that's so funny. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so I, I just had like, it was inspired by a TikTok sound that said, I've never seen two pretty best friends. And it got me thinking like, wait a minute, like, am I just not the pretty one? Cause like all of my friends are absolutely gorgeous. And maybe I just like offer the fun, whimsical person of the group, you know? And um, yeah, also just feeling like super bitter about myself, like right after Christmas and like, mm, you know, you just feel bloated cause you've eaten everything on the table. And so, um, yeah, I just decided to post this little TikTok and it ended up getting a million views in 24 hours. And then Elijah saw it and started just producing it. And we wrote the rest of it in two days and then released it three days later. And yeah, it's it's now 
platinum in Canada, which is insane. Um, it's it's crazy to think that I'm I'm a platinum artist and and that it's opened so many doors for me. And um, yeah, I still think that like the biggest thing for me is is the amount of people that it's helped and the movement that it's done and the fact that it's not just for women and that the fact that it is for 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 men and, and positivity and and for anybody who is just feeling not great about themselves and can just kind of like i don't know when you're feeling bloated you look at yourself in in the mirror and you're like i'm still doing okay it's still okay that i've got i've got this i'm just gonna play it now just in case anyone hasn't heard it here's i'm not pretty Again, we've got that beat. It's so good. And it's, you know what's lovely about this track? Again, you're hitting on some, some pretty painful shit that everyone's gone through, but you're making it so fun because it, it is actually so funny. Even the lyric, maybe I'm just fun because that's kind of like that unspoken rule of like, well, if you're not hot, you at least have to be lovely because otherwise <laughs> no one's going to sleep with you ever. So... <laughs> Oh, the truth. Oh, the pain. There it is. <laughs> you better be funny. That's why yeah. Santa's a good man. You know, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, and on that note, I just wanted to know how, in, yeah, I guess you've now got this incredible platform. How imperative is that for you to now like go forth? I know you've started on such a high um, and really get those changes, I guess, be the, the powerhouse change for people and be that spirit animal that they need in times of fragility and unease. Yeah. Wow. Be that spirit animal. That's, that's a, a big pressure. Um, yeah. I mean, like I, I'm very, I'm wanting like the song, I wrote the song for me and to, to help me fall in love with with myself and and get over my own insecurities and help my relationship with myself and i'm hoping that the song can do that for other people i mean i'm i'm definitely not wanting to be like hello i know all of the answers and like i am your queen like that is definitely not not the vibe but um yeah i'm i'm really excited about just the fact that i've i've kind of come on the scene with such a a touchy subject that I'm, I'm kind of all of like the new songs that I'm writing is like, let's just open all of the jars and just spill it all out and just mess it all up and see, see if people like it or if they take it. And um, yeah, I'm really wanting to like push the, push the limit and, and all of the songs going forward, I'm wanting it to feel like you're just having a conversation with me and, and we're talking about the gross stuff and we're talking about the insecurities and I don't know, like being able to sit down and, and have like, tea with a best friend you just laugh about it and you're like life's trash sometimes do you feel like trash and everyone's just you know you're able to laugh and you're able to cry and you're able to really let yourself just be 
full of emotion. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of what, what the new stuff is all about. And I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to hear, hear some of the new stuff. I love that idea, open up all the jars and let them all pour out. Because obviously there's, um, I mean, there's this, I say trend. Let's just say it was historically for years that any kind of musical goddess, any musical female was coerced, constricted, and I guess pigeonholed into singing the words of um, pretty much middle-aged white cis men, <laughs> you know what I mean? That apparently they knew exactly what it's like to be an 18-year-old girl, because of course they do. Oh, <laughs> and now artists such as yourself, there's Cash Page, there's Tate McRae, there's Jade Bird, and we're able to hear your troubles, hurdles, leaps, and desires um, exactly as you're going through them in real time. Did you find that that was something that was missing from the music you were listening to when you were growing up? that honesty? Oh my goodness, completely. I mean, it's, it's funny. Like I, I realized I didn't even, I didn't even notice this until like a couple months after I'm not pretty was released. But, um, someone asked me like why I didn't pursue and why I like kind of took a break from music and like, didn't actually ever think that, that I was going to be an artist and, and always had like a backup plan, um, was because I was like, Oh, I don't think I'm pretty enough. And I grew up with like the, the, I'm not pointing any fingers, but like Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and Jewel and all of these like Beyonce, like these beautiful women that are just like, they're models and singers and dancers and actresses. And like, they'll just do it all. And I was like, I'm a singer. <laughs> like, hello, that's what I do. Um, and I never thought that it was actually possible. And then I found that as, as terrible as, as COVID was, but it really stripped us of our luxuries and it just kind of like gave us wait you're having a trash day i'm having a trash day like wait we're not all supposed to be perfect and and i'm even seeing like this trend on on even with tiktok and and on instagram too of like there's a lot less filters and a lot of more people are just liking the real stuff and um yeah i'm really really excited to like see that the the music industry is kind of going parallel with this whole thing and and just kind of being able to spill your guts and not really hold anything back and just have like that constant relatability in your songwriting and then it's not just like everybody get up <laughs> everybody get on the dance floor you know what i mean though we like those bops those are really fun but yeah that's exactly what it was. I never thought about it like that. That was the only like the only side of you you could show on stage. And over to the left side. Yeah. Can you stand up? Here we go. Everybody, please stand up. Please stand up. It really was. It's like, wait, I can stand up too. That was the relatability. So now we've gone a little deeper. Do you think also? I mean, it must be to have to grown up in that era and to have had those idols. You would have also seen those women like strung up like hung drawn and quartered for any decision they made and this was also at a time before they had social media to put their own voices so everything that you knew about them was written about written by someone else that wanted to get sales up so it would just be horror story and horror story and horror story so now i guess despite the fact that people have so much more access to you you have a way to control it which much must also be quite comforting as an artist coming out as yourself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like even, I don't want to get into like the, the Britney thing, but I mean, even just watching her and, and seeing what I saw when I was a younger 
like preteen kind of thing, I wanted to be her. Like, I remember wanting to change my name to Brittany and my dad being like, no, <laughs> you're going to say, you're going to say Jess. But, um, and then just seeing like the, the behind the scenes and just seeing how awful like the media was to her and everything. I think that, yeah, definitely being able to be in control of, of my social media. I mean, like all of the DMs and everything and all of the comments, like it is me and it's, and it's only me. I'm the only one who has access to it. So I'm the one who is responding and reading all of these stories. And I think it's really beautiful that I'm able to just like one-on-one -on -one connect with, with my fans and they're able to really see my voice and who I am as a human. There's just such a glorious, and it sounds really lame, but it's very, there's just so much um, like genuine gravity to your performance and yourself and what you put out online. It's very, very welcome and almost just something very other from someone as young as yourself. Um, it's beautiful. Can you talk me through uh, your, I guess your introduction to music? Have you always sung? And when did you go, you know, I'm gonna do this. This is what I wanna do. It's been a bumpy ride. Um, yeah, I've been singing since before I could talk. I started writing music when I was like 11, um, but I never really identified as a songwriter. Like I would hold myself up in, in my bedroom and like write about my feelings to, and write songs. And I was like, yeah, but like, that's just what everybody does, right? <laughs> it's not. Um, <laughs> but then I, um, all through high school, I wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to do musical theater. And then I had a director say like, uh, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't pursue this and you should just be a singer. And like, everyone's like, oh my God, how dare she? And I'm like, thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. Cause she really did just like crush me for a couple months. And I was like, you know what? She's right. I really should be, I really should just be a singer. And, um, yeah, I started, I started singing and, and really pursuing it and I went to school for it and then um, took a couple of years off because I was like, oh, like, I think that maybe I'm not going to do this because like, I'm not pretty or I'm scared or I'm just not talented enough or like, it's just too hard of a, of a road. And then um, I had like one of the worst years of my life in 2019 and, and just kind of hit rock bottom. And then I, the only thing that really saved me was other people's music and other people's albums. And I was like, man, if I am able to write something that is as impactful and can get people through like really dark times, like that's a pretty powerful feeling. And so I started, I started writing from my heart and uh, here we are today. Hello. <laughs> I'm so glad that you did as well. <laughs> And so, yeah. but that's it, isn't it? It's, it's what music does to people. It, it connects you, it, it taps in when you don't have time for a cry, it allows you to do that by listening to a song or, you know what I mean? And lyrically, you can, you can make these incredible songs that are funny and sweet and real, and they will mean one thing to one person, another to another. Um, and it's such a gift. So yeah, blaze on with it. Um, <laughs> as you mentioned, it has been a bit of an interesting couple of years, but you know, I, it has, um, but there's been some silver linings for you. But as everything's starting to shift, what's coming up for you? What are you looking forward to? What's happening? Oh my goodness. Well, the world is opening up again, guys. What? Um, yeah, I'm actually jetting off tomorrow to go and play my first live show in Calgary. And then um, Lollapalooza. So like just a bunch of different shows I'm, I'm playing. And um, the EP, can I, can I say this? Like 
the EP's kind of kind of done, kind of maybe. So um, yeah, new music, new music's coming out pretty pretty soon. <laughs> oh my god, did you write all those songs in twenty minutes as well? <laughs> yeah i only spent a couple days on it it's, it's just really thrown together yeah it's total trash guys don't even listen to it <laughs> it must be really hard to say because you're like well i did write that quickly but it's still really good and there will be another song that will take me nine weeks so <laughs> yes definitely not not all songs do that but um yeah it's it's a fun little fun little thing can you give me like without giving too much away if you could summarize uh, the, I guess, the spirit of the EP, what does it say about you? It's funny. I, uh, like in the studio with Elijah, Elijah and I, I wrote most of the, most of it together with a little help from Mr. Mr. Ryan Tedder. Um, and yeah, the, the two words that I was using was like glitter and trash. And so it's kind of like a mix between that. So it's just like a bedazzled dumpster is what I've been like kind of advertising it as. So um, yeah, just get ready for, for a bedazzled dumpster of sound. That is so <laughs> exciting. And I want a hard copy. Glitter trash. Do it. So good. I hope you're going to make glitter trash t-shirts as well. Cause that's very important. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, Jessia, yeah. thank you so much for your time today. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Listeners, Jessia's latest single, I Should Quit, is out right now across all platforms. So please give it a stream or download immediately. And it is honestly so good. You just won't regret it. Now, before we go, do not forget, issue 10 of Women in Pop magazine with Rihanna on the cover is out now. Go to womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe to get your copy. Thank you for listening today. We should be with you again very soon with a new episode. Until then, from myself and Jessia, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>